This is an ENN podcast for the Field Exchange 63 Child Wasting in South Asia Special Edition. My name is Marie McGrath, editor of ENN's established publication Field Exchange and one of the technical directors at ENN. We've produced a special edition of Field Exchange on wasting in South Asia in partnership with the UNICEF Regional South Asia Office. In this edition, we feature a fascinating article that describes Nepal's experiences in scaling up integrated management of acute malnutrition, or IMAM, programming. What began as pilot programs way back in 2008 is now implemented in over half the country's districts. We are delighted and privileged to have the opportunity to interview Mr. Kadar Raj Parjudi, Chief of the Nutrition Section of the Ministry of Health and Population, to share further insights into the experiences on their pathway to scale-up. Welcome, Mr. Kadar. Thank you. So, to start, Mr. Kadar, it would be great if you would give us a sense of the burden of wasting in Nepal. How big a problem is it? Does it vary across regions, ethnic groups, age groups, or is it just a problem you've experienced in emergencies? Thank you, Mary. That's a very important question. The prevalence of the child undernutrition in Nepal, although reducing over the last few decades, is among the highest in the world. As for Nepal Demographic and Health Survey 2016, 10% children under 5 years of age are wasted, including 8% moderately and 2% severely wasted. Recently published Nepal Multiple Indicator Cluster Survey 2019, it shows that 12% children are wasted, including 9% moderately and 3% severely wasted in Nepal. It means the relatively increase the burden of wasted in Nepal. Wasting also varies with the region, ethnic group, and age. Recent data shows that six out of seven provinces has either high or serious level of wasting. Only one out of seven provinces which has wasting at acceptable level. That is 4.3 as per WHO global benchmark. There is no significant difference between male and female child. But slightly higher prevalence, that is 10.2% in rural children in comparison with urban, that is 9.2%. Wasting is higher among the children of illiterate mothers, that is 12.5%, comparing to the children with their mothers having higher ages, that is 7 Wasting also varies with age group of children. As per NDS 2016, 21.3% children at the starting of weaning, 6 to 8 months of age are wasted, whereas wasting is lower in children age 48 to 59 months, that is 6.2%. It means in the first year of life, the wasting is higher comparing to the fifth year of life. Wasting is a serious public problem in Nepal. Thank you so much, Kadir. You set the scene nicely and show how a national prevalence figure of wasting really hides the complexity and the variation that you have in a country. For our listeners, it would be great if you could quickly just explain what you mean by integrated management of acute malnutrition in Nepal. Nepal has adopted the integrated management of malnutrition. This is the new approach. And to reduce the prevalence of wasting, the government of Nepal has been implementing community and health facility-based programs, which include four components. Number one, community mobilization. It aims to increase coverage and maximize the effectiveness of treatment by mobilization of community female health volunteers live close to community. We have more than 52,000 community health volunteers working in the community. They play the role of counselor to change the food behavior practice 
and nutrition education and so on. It involves identification of acute malnourished children at the community level for early case detection and reproach before the child condition deteriorates further. That is, children with MAM becoming a SAM and SAM developing a complicated SAM. Number two is outpatient therapeutic care. It involves the management of non-complicated cases of SAM in outpatient care using ready-to-use therapeutic force, which we call RUTO, through community-level health facilities. Number three is inpatient therapeutic care. In inpatient therapeutic care, the management of complicated case of SAM is carried out according to the WHO protocols. The first component of IMM program is management of moderate equipped malnutrition. First one is providing a nutrition counseling integrated with household food fortification where household food security is good. Second one is to provide a targeted supplementary feeding with fortified blended food along with nutrition counseling where household food security is not good. These components sit within a wider range of health and nutrition interventions and services that focus on the critical thousand-day window in Nepal. These currently include nutrition counseling for infant, young child feeding support, water sanitation and hygiene, early childhood development, including child cash grant, school meal. Thank you, Mr. Kader. A really, really clear explanation. Moving on, what is the role, responsibility and accountability of the Ministry of Health and Population with regard to wasting management in Nepal? Our role is most crucial, it's no doubt. Ministry of Health and Population has been implementing IMM program as a priority program in Nepal. Key policy documents such as National Health Policy 2019, National Nutrition Strategy 2020, National Nutrition Plan of Action 2020-2025, Multisectoral Nutrition Plan 2-2022. Importantly prioritize the IMM strengthening and the scale up program. Ministry of Health and Population is responsible for implementation of nutrition-specific programs to improve all forms of malnutrition. Its goal is to achieve nutritional well-being of people to maintain healthy and productive life, which ultimately contribute in the socio-economic development of the nation. Basically, Ministry of Health and Population has various roles and responsibilities with regards to wasting management in Nepal like, you know, development of national policy and guidelines related to IMM program, formulate annual plans, implement it, and monitor and review the programs. Allocate the financial resources to the provincial and local level for the implementation of IMM program, as well as the scale up of IMM program to address the issues of equity malnutrition as per WHO defined GAM threshold. In addition to federal level, Provincial Ministry of Social Development, Provincial Health Director and Sectorial has been playing a vital role to implement IMM program. Likewise, health section of municipalities at local level and health facilities are also doing key roles to implement the program. Mobilization of female community health volunteers has been playing vigorous role to success the program in Nepal. Thank you, Mr. Kader. Now moving on to another sort of complex area. Why is it important to the government of Nepal to ensure that the Ayman program in Nepal caters to both development and humanitarian needs? 
malnutrition has devastating consequences, which slows the economic growth and the perpetuates the poverty through direct losses in productivity from poor physical status and indirect losses from poor cognitive function and increased health cost. At the individual level, this public health problem weakens the immune system and worsens the illness. Undernourished children who survive have diminished rewarding capacity and lower productivity in adult. Most children with severe wasting live in a development context. Ensuring these children have access to treatment is not only a moral imperative. It ensures that the children are less vulnerable if the household is exposed to a humanitarian crisis in Nepal. There are frequently humanitarian crises such as monsoon floods, landslides, disease epidemics, earthquakes, droughts, and other different forms of emergency. Emergency further worsening the situation of the West. You know it very well. Based on the lesson learned, Nepal IMM program has this scope to address the acute malnutrition in both development and humanitarian context. Having a functioning IMM program in place means that the government better position respond to humanitarian needs. Thank you, Mr. Kadir. So the article that you co-author in Field Exchange describes several important milestones in moving towards scale-up of wasting treatment in Nepal. For example, in 2013, the IMAN programme was included in the country's first five-year multi-sectoral nutrition plan. And the second iteration of this nutrition plan, taking you to 2022, also prioritises IMAM for the health sector. It's also striking to see that 90% of the IMAM programme is now funded by government, including a considerable proportion of the ready-to-use therapeutic food supplies. What convinced government to take wasting treatment so seriously and that it was a worthwhile investment? Nepal has high wasting rate, which is a serious public health problem as for the WH Global Benchmark. Even a Lancet series indicates that 45% of the child mortality is linked with malnutrition. If you talk about Nepal's situation, it's 53% of the child mortality linked with the malnutrition. Government of Nepal has a strong commitment and dedication to reduce child mortality by reducing undernutrition. We are also committed to achieve the sustainable development relating to zero hunger and malnutrition. As, as for an analysis done by the Global Nutrition Report 2016, Investing in nutrition with at least $16 return on investment for every dollar spent. Intervention to manage wasting and analysis done by World Bank indicates that malnutrition decreases GDP by 3 to 7%. At a microeconomic level, it is calculated equals to 1.4% losses in productivity of the individual. So allocation of resources in a nutrition is not spending a money. It is an investment for future generation too. Not only will these investments benefit the children directly affected, but also benefit us all in forms of more robust and IMM program had a very good outcome from the management of wasting since the piloting. By piloting and scaling up IMM program in 56 districts of Nepal, more than 100,000 child saved their lives through the treatment of SAM since 2009. So I do able to convince my government to invest in this program. 
Well, you did a very good job, Mr. Kadir, of um, convincing your government. Um, it's reflected in, in, in a wonderful pathway towards scale in the country. And indeed, speaking of, of investments, the first question that governments and indeed donors usually ask in looking to scale up treatment is how much will it cost? Yes, many countries and at global level, we struggle to give a very clear, straight answer to this. How have you handled this in Nepal? And is it possible to say how much your IMAM program costs? per year, for example? It's not easy to reply this answer. It depends on the situation. If there is a humanitarian situation, certainly cost will be high. We have calculated this roughly 300 US dollar per treatment and 100 dollar US dollar community-based reactions. In other words, a treated and can be treated by spending more than 100 US dollar, which includes logistics and all management costs. IMM program is considered as a cost-effective program. Yes, it has been implemented by using an existing health system. Government of Nepal health system, health workers, and female community health volunteers are providing the treatment of equipped malnutrition, which doesn't require additional financing for human resources. It is very difficult to estimate their per-unit cost for IMM program because they are the responsible for all community health and nutrition interventions. IMM program not a standalone program which is integrated with other community or the health facility based treatments. Thank you, Mr. Kader. In your route to scale up, what have been the main barriers that you have faced and how have you overcome them? And are there any challenges that remain and how are you addressing them? Despite the successful, you know, the scale up of the IMM program in Nepal, there are barriers to coverage and quality of service that still need to be addressed. Resource constraint is the main barrier to scale up and implement the program. Capacity gap of existing health system and the service providers. High prevalence of MAM, which ultimately increase the burden of SAM. And geographical difficulties are the identical barrier of IMM program. We have already scaled up IMM in 56 out of 77 districts, which covers more than 70% of the country and plan to nationwide scale up within two years. Even though some challenges are remaining against the effectiveness of IMM program. Thank you, Mr. Kadir. Now, if you were to pick three or four key ingredients of success for the past scaled up treatment of wasting in Nepal, what would they be? Uh, sure, we have some tools or some factors that make success. They are like the policy environment. We have a national health policy 2009, national nutrition strategy 2020, national nutrition plan of action 2020-25. This is number one policy environment that is the success factor. Number two, well-established nutrition governance. Number three, government has well-established community health system and the laws, the technical and financial assistance provided by UNICEF, Open Program. EU, EFI, and other partners have been played important roles to scale up and implement IMM program. Thank you, Mr. Kadir. And now as you look ahead in Nepal, what are your priority areas for action? Continue government's commitment, not only for the IMM, but also all nutrition-specific and sensitive interventions with well-established and functional government architecture. We have developed next highest plan of action for nutrition, which will guide us identify and prioritize nutrition interventions. Our priority would be quality assurance of maternal, infant, and young child nutrition service. 
promotion protection and support for breastfeeding by amending breast milk substitute act and legislation and by creating enabling environment for breastfeeding at all settings nationwide scale up and implementation of imf extension of facility based nutrition rehabilitation service to all more than 50 bedded government hospital by 5 years as well as establishment of at least one outpatient therapeutic care centers in each municipality by by advocacy and bcg activities promotion of locally available foods for dietary diversity reduction of micronutrient deficiency by implementing diversification supplementation and fortification efforts reduction of wasting to less than 5% reduction of stunting low birth weight birth abnormalities obesity at acceptable level by 2030 through implementing effective nutrition program thank you mr kadir finally as we draw to a close in this very interesting conversation i was wondering do you have any final reflections from your rich experiences in nepal for our listeners who may be working in similar contexts and have faced similar challenges to what you have done in nepal Uh, you know nutrition is a key driver of development serving as a foundation for healthy individual and societies malnutrition slows down the economic and growth and leads to poverty morbidity and mortality linked with the malnutrition denotes the loss of human capital under nutrition in young age also makes people prone to the non communicable disease in later stage of life thereby increasing the expenditure on the health and increasing the burden resource allocation in nutrition means save children lives and build future human capital and drive faster economic growth thank you very much thank you so much mr kadir and thank you again for taking the time and for sharing this rich experience from nepal and wishing you every continued success in your country as you drive forward keep up the great work Thank you Maria. Read the child wasting in South Asia special edition field exchange to find out more. Visit ennonline.net/fex